Glory to the name of the Lord Jesus. Beloved, we thank God for today. I'm Apostle Leon Kofi bringing you a word of encouragement from the heart of your father. But before the word of God comes, be blessed by this song by Dylan Check in the Hailsome Worship titled, Let the Peace of God Reign. God bless you. Jesus, we pray that the peace of God reigns. Hallelujah. Beloved, this morning I bring you a word of encouragement from the heart of your Father, calling for peace, peace in your life, peace amongst us. Amen. This morning, beloved, I bring you this wonderful message from the heart of your Father, and I've titled it, Be at Peace with One Another. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 9, the verse 50 says, Salt is good. But if the salt loses its saltiness, wherewith will you season it? Or with what will you season it? There's a have good salt in yourself and have peace with one another. These are the words of Christ to us, that we shall have peace with one another. There's so much strife in this world today. So much struggle in a lot of relationships. You know, as human beings, we are very relational beings and god didn't create us to be in a vacuum or create us in a vacuum we are born to people you have siblings or maybe not but we are generally born into families into communities into different relationships and we form different relationships as we grow and as we go on in life we have different relationships husbands and wives wives and husbands siblings uncles aunties grandparents and friends and colleagues at work, you know, we are very interrelated with many, many people, many, many people. But we find that there's often a lot of problems in relationships in people's lives. A lot of people have serious struggles and serious problems in relationships around them. And that brings lack of peace. It doesn't matter how strong you think you are, 
when you are at odds with a relation, oftentimes it leaves a certain bitterness and resentment in your heart that is not good for you. We find that people have a lot of relational problems for different reasons. Sometimes just different opinions will bring about trouble. Sometimes different behaviors, sometimes fights, disagreements, unforgiveness, and many, many more. Many reasons why people fight, people have strife, people have anger issues, and people cannot manage their emotions in relationships, and it all goes haywire. But if you can't get it right with the closest people around you, it's very, very difficult for you to get it right out there. So it doesn't matter your position at work. If there's trouble in your home, trouble in your marriage, trouble amongst you and your siblings, it does affect you. God calls us to peace, not to war. Amen. Not to war. Micah says something. Micah chapter 7, verse 5 to 6. He said, trust not in a friend. Put not your confidence in a guide. Keep the doors of your mouth shut from her that lies in your bosom. For the son dishonored the father, and the daughter rises up against her mother, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Then he says, a man's enemies are the men of his own house. Sometimes the kind of enmity that can rise between related people is, is amazing, it's terrible. I mean, people can begin in love, and they end up in so much hate, as if they never loved one another. Sometimes, wonderful relationship can just suddenly turn sour and before you know it, it becomes something else but that is not the will of god and that is not the working of god it's a working of the confucianist the enemy the devil that comes to steal to kill and to destroy because beloved your destiny is tied to those who are your relations your destiny is tied to your wife or your husband your destiny is tied to your children and many, many, many relationships in our lives are part of our destinies. God has called us to these relationships for our betterment. But oftentimes, we don't recognize it, that we lose it because of emotional issues, because of unforgiveness, because of hurt, and sometimes misbehavior. You know, we begin well, but do all relations end well? That's the thing. And I'm sure as I'm ministering this morning, you are taking the account of you, take account of yourself. But we are talking about God's word today, the encouragement from the heart of the Father, for us to come to the place of peace with one another. For that is the will of Christ. Jesus is called the Prince of Peace. God is Jehovah Shalom, the Lord our peace. Truly, God is not a God of strife and contention. He's a God of order and a God of peace. In Matthew chapter 19, some people came to Jesus one day asking about divorce, the issue of divorce. Can a man put away his wife? Divorce her. And Jesus said, no. Then they said, but Moses sanctioned it. Then Jesus said to them, Moses, because of the hardness of your heart, suffered you to put away your wife, allowed you to divorce your wives. He said, but from the beginning, it was not so. He said, in the beginning, it was not so. And today, if you look at any relationship that you have, which has gone sour, any relationship that is broken, any relationship in your life that has turned into a war 
or a terrible fight or sometimes just a cold war. And look at his beginnings. In the beginning, it was not so. So what happened? What happened? The enemy happened and we let him. Amen. He said, Moses allowed you because of your hardness of heart. The condition of our heart will determine whether we make relationships we have right or we make them wrong. Nobody is innocent when a relationship goes wrong because they say it takes two to tango. But sometimes the enemy can just enter and bring destruction. And that is why so many people are stressed because of relationship issues. But God calls us to peace. And I want to tell you, it's not by chance that you are together as a couple or as a family or that that you are born into that family or you are in that relationship. God has a plan and it's a good plan and involves those around you. It involves certain relationships. In fact, there are certain relationships that are destiny bound, that there are certain people who come into your life to take you to the next level. But if you don't recognize them, you, you will just use the flesh, your heart to destroy it. It's all by chance. So be on guard to protect any good relationship God has brought into your life. Romans 12, 18, God says that in as much as it lies with you, if it be possible, live peaceably with all men. He said, if it be possible, in as much as lies with you, not with the other person. God is talking to you first. Sometimes when there's a problem between two people, the one one wants to say, but it's her fault, it's his fault. And because we figure that it's their fault, the other person's fault, we are waiting for the other person to apologize or to make amends. But God doesn't say the other person should make amends. He said, you, we are the ones. Why? Because we know better. We know the word. So he says, if it be possible, in as much as lies with you, live peaceable with all men. He said, try and live peaceable with every man. This we know is not easy, but the Spirit of God helps us. Amen. And this morning, the Spirit of God puts a few things in my heart, a few pointers, a few, a few keys in my heart to minister to you. Number one, placing value on one another. You see, when you do not value someone, you don't value the relationship, you treat it anyhow. But you have to know the importance, you have to acknowledge the importance of the other person in your life in order to be able to treat them right. You see, when you don't value somebody, you treat them anyhow. But when you come to a place of valuing the person, you will learn to treat them right. Some people don't value people until they die. Then they know that, oh, so this was the reason why this person was in my life. Some people, you know, do not place value on the people close to them. They take each other for granted. Don't take anyone that God has given you for granted because there's a reason why that person is in your life. Don't take one another for granted. Don't take your parents for granted. Don't take your children for granted. Your spouse, no, don't. Because God has a purpose. Amen. We must acknowledge and put value on one another. Then we can treat each other right. In fact, Jesus said, do unto others as you'd want them to do unto you. You must question yourself every day. The way I treat my wife, my husband, my daughter, my son, my sister, my brother, would I want them to treat me the same? You have to ask yourself. And if no, then change. Change must come to that relationship. But it must start from you. 
Amen. Second, we must learn to forgive one another. Jesus, by his word, teaches us forgiveness. He told us to pray that may God forgive us as we forgive others. Amen. So with the same level of forgiveness we met to others, Jesus says, the Father will do the same for you. Amen. The Apostle Paul, writing to the church in Ephesus, tells them to be kind to one another, to be tender-hearted, to forgive one another, because God has also forgiven us because of Christ. Amen. Be kind to one another. Nobody wants to live in a pickle or in a, in a sour relationship. Nobody wants to live in an unhappy circumstance. Everybody wants to live in a happy circumstance. Amen. So let's be kind to one another. Sometimes we find it easier to be kind to strangers than the people close to us. We have more smiles, more laughter with people who are not related to us than the people who are close to us. It is wrong because when it's all said and done, those people out there do not care about you. And if you should fall today, they are not the ones to come and lift you up. So the ones closest to you are the ones you should be most kind to and tender-hearted. Everybody needs tenderness. We don't need struggle. We don't need strife. We don't need fightings. It is counterproductive to our existence. Beloved, and it starts from us. So be kind to one another. Be tender-hearted, forgiving one another, loving one another even as God has done for us. And when your relationships get better, you will be better. You will feel better. Trust me. Amen. In fact, the word of God says that we should put on bowels of mercies, be merciful to one another. Nobody is 100%. Nobody is all there. We are all works in progress. So be forgiving, be merciful. You know, sometimes we judge each other so hard. But let the judgment be that of God. But we are all at the mercy of God. So be merciful to one another, he says. He says we should live in kindness with one another, in humility, judging the other person better than ourselves, in long-suffering, being patient with one another, having time for one another, forgiving one another. Say so even if we have quarrels against or among us, we should learn to forgive. And they said, above all, we should put on love, which is the bond of perfectedness. We should put on love. Love is key in any relationship. If a love is the glue that will bind you and your relationships together. Amen. And so, beloved, it doesn't happen automatically. We must work on every relationship in our lives, whether it is sibling whatever it is, friends, we must work on every relationship. Joy and peace and harmony in every relationship is important, but it doesn't just happen. We must work on it. Hallelujah. We must also learn to speak right to one another. Sometimes we throw words, speak words. The Bible says words are like that. Amen. You may not mean it. You may say it in the fit of anger, but it's, it finds its course into someone's soul and hurts and wounds, words wound. And so Bible says that a soft word or a soft anger turns away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. Let's be mindful of the words we speak to one another. 
how we speak to one another, the tone in which we speak to one another, the words in which we speak to one another, because it's very difficult for somebody to get the word out once it's gone in. Amen. And so insults, harsh words are totally, totally not necessary relationships because they don't build up the relationship, they tear down. I believe in my heart that God wants to do something with us all. God wants to bring us to the place of peace. But you cannot be at peace when there is no harmony between you and those that God has put up in your life. So this morning, beloved, in this encouragement, you'll be encouraged to come back to the beginning as it was in the beginning in every relationship. Put away evil speaking. Put away wrath. Put away anger. Put away unforgiveness. Let it go. Amen. Sometimes people fight and to the point where there's so much hate. And then when one dies, then you are left with nothing in your hands. You cannot make amends. We are here for a very short time. When we compare our time on earth to eternity. But in the short time that God has given us. In the relations that God has brought you into. Let's get it right. Let's get it right. You cannot be married for 30 years and for 29 of, or 28 of those years, you are making somebody unhappy or somebody's making another unhappy or you're both unhappy. That was the point. You cannot have parents and you are causing them grief all the time. You know, let's think on ourselves. Let's check ourselves. Let's judge ourselves truly without anybody judging us. And let's seek God's help and make a decision today to change, to be at peace with one another, that it may be well with us. We are in a new year. It can be a new time. Let's change. Where you need to apologize, don't be too proud to apologize. Apologize. Where you are wrong, say you are wrong. Where you are not wrong and the other person is even wrong, listen, it is the better one. That even will want to make peace while they apologize. He said, in as much as it lies with you and I, we should make be, be at peace with all men. I pray that this word enters into your spirit and I pray that you get it right. That the burden that you carry, that load of unforgiveness and hatred and bitterness will fall off you and you have joy and harmony and peace in your life. May God bless you, beloved. And may God help you by the Holy Spirit to bring you back into good relationships with those who matter in your life. God bless you. Let me pray over your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, this morning I pray over you, beloved. And I pray that may the Spirit of God, by this word, bring you to the place of understanding, of conviction, and of change. And I pray for your relationship that may God help you rebuild your relationships with one another and may the peace of God that surpass all, all understanding keep you and your family and your friends and those who matter in peace. God bless you. Amen. Beloved, if you just receive this word and you are not born again, you are not giving your life to Jesus, this is your day. Pray this prayer to me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I believe in my heart that you are the son of God who came to die for my sins. Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. Come into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. God bless you. You are saved. Your sins are forgiven. 
Go and forgive others their sins against you. Have a blessed day. But remember to share this good word to as many people as you can. This is a life-saving word, a life-transforming word, a life that brings peace and restoration. So share it with as many as you can. Have a brilliant day and the Lord be with you. Amen.